After several years hitchhiking aimlessly, I finally discovered the Big Apple, a place where I could sell my book and see my name on the big screen. Andrew Thomas Callahan, the greatest American journalist. But within 48 hours, I was reduced to a piece of human garbage, sleeping in the sewers and stealing just to survive. A hooligan even stole my trousers during an afternoon nap. But just when I thought I was down on my last, I discovered the edgiest, most counterculture magazine to ever exist in human history. I knew exactly what I had to do. I'm in the uh, Big Apple to do big business, and... No, I couldn't pitch anything. Nobody. Can you stop? Can you stop videotaping? All gas, no brakes. The book, the advice band. What's good, guys? Welcome to Downward Trending, the podcast where three friends today, it's three friends, the podcast where three friends break down the vast subcultures of the internet and more. I'm Lewis. I'm Jeff. And today we got Andrew Calligan. Yeah, what up? Can we curse? Yeah, we can yeah, curse we on can here. Curse. Hey, I'm in this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew's a... Jer- oh, why don't you, why don't, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Andrew. What do you, who is Andrew T. Calligan? Andrew is currently a uh, Brooklyn-based freelance journalist, as nice. they say in Williamsburg. So that means partially unemployed person <laughs> who doesn't want to work at a restaurant. Word. <laughs> big, big finesser. Seattle, Washington native. Nice. And um, Andrew basically... Uh, finessed his way through the southwestern United States for a book he wrote. Yeah, word. Um, It's called Oh Gas, No Breaks. He's also the man behind Quarter Confessions. You may have seen it on Instagram. Uh, Just wild debauchery being caught in uh, the French Quarter. Uh, And basically... I guess we should start with Quarter Confessions, and we'll go into the book. I think so, yeah. Because yeah. I found Andrew... We found Andrew kind, kind of through the book, which we'll talk about in a second, but Quarter Confessions. The fuck is up with that shit, man? Because <laughs> that's... Let me tell you this. When, we, when, we, when I first showed Joe that, yeah. and when we first started showing Joe that, the, the first one I saw was one with uh, Kevin Yakaya. Oh, yeah, Kevin Williams. If you can suck a good dick, holler at your boy, because I got that big yaka ya, that yaka ya, that motherfucking yaka ya. This is Kevin Williams from New Orleans, holler at your boy. I'm hosting this bitch for right now. Are you a lesbian? Strictly dickless. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, how's, he, yeah. how's he doing, by the way? He's in jail. Oh, that yeah. sucks. Man. Okay, that sucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> free him. Free the homie, man. Yeah, free, yeah, free him. Free him. Legit, uh, no yeah. joke. Greedo, ASAP. Yeah, um, and Kevin. Don't free Jeffrey Epstein. Don't free <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Epstein. Um, all the homies, him. man. We don't support him here. All the homies. No, yeah, the Louisiana prison system is extra fucked, too. Oh, really? Like, once you're in the mix, which most you know, poor people there are, no you know, get out probation and all that shit. Have you ever reported on, reported on that? Or? Yeah, I mean, before I did all this funny journalism shit, I worked for my school newspaper. Word. And my focus for a while was, like, prison reform in Louisiana. Oh, so I had, geez. like, a front-page story. Like, I went to the jail a few times. Oh, really? Did, did, did some interviews. It was pretty cool, but yeah. too depressing. Well, yeah, it's also, like, yeah. a heavy subject. Still, isn't it, like, a three-strike state over there? Yeah, still? it's still a three-strike. Yeah. But also, there's this crazy shit, right? Not to get too off-subject, right? Not mm-hmm. word. But uh, if you get out of jail in Louisiana, 
So if you get incarcerated in Louisiana in jail, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a kid, the state pays the child support for you while you're in jail. Okay. And once you get out of jail, they charge it back to you, right? Okay. Oh, so fuck. most people come out of jail with like 20k in debt from child support. Oh my god. And if you have more than 500 in child support debt in Louisiana, you can't get an ID, sign a lease, or legally get a job. So basically, you have no crib, no ID, and no work. Yeah. You're fresh out of jail. What are you going to do? It's Yeah, damn. it's like yeah. trying Jesus. to make your life as hard as possible. That so doesn't even fun. make sense. You can't get an ID. Why? Like, why? Well, so it little does make sense with this system. Probably say so you can't vote. No, you definitely can. If you're a yeah. felon, you yeah. can't. But you can't do shit, yeah. bro. You can't, so you, so you basically your whole life is over, basically. Yeah, one probation violation, and you're back in prison. So, yeah. So, what ma- so wait, what made you want to shift from that to, like, more, like, uh... Like kind of like more like the funnier humor shit. I kind of just fell into it, you know. Word. A friend of mine had an idea for quarter confessions. We did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it was fun. And how did quarter confession start? Uh, my friend Mike, who's a film director, he mm-hmm. was like, "Let's do this." Mm-hmm. So we did it. Word. It blew up. But now I'm trying to shift more back towards real shit now. Right. So yeah. like you're trying to get a little more like professional. So like not just like Instagram like five seconds of like yeah. stories. I I guess I just want to be more subject oriented. Right? Okay. So like quarter confessions right was dope. We mm-hmm. made 45 videos right. about just people doing sex shit on <laughs> Bourbon Street. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fun, but there's a point where it's like, people know I can do more. Right. So. Didn't someone co- yeah. like confess to murder on an people episode? People confess to murder all the time. Yeah, a whole ass murder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, were you influenced by anyone like Eric Andre or, or Vic, someone like... Or uh, Vic Berger, maybe? Yeah, because we noticed like mm. the editing style yeah. Yeah. was very much taken... Well, not taken, but like influenced by like yeah. much dank. The clothes, like the close-ups the, and like... The, the close-ups. Kind of Just like taking yeah. a video and tweaking it by like 5%. Like when you zoom in on the Let's Go Colts guy. Yeah, yeah. Let's Go Colts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe, yeah, subconsciously, yeah. But I didn't think to myself, like, oh, I want to do something like Vic Berger. Right. Yeah. More just I'm sitting in Premiere and I'm like, what's funny to me? Right? No worries. Yeah. And, like, awkward silence is funny to me. Yeah, of course. Zoom-ins, weird cut-ins and shit is funny. Yeah. Did you ever almost get fucked up doing those? Like, did someone ever be like, did you ever, like, go to the wrong guy, per se, and, like, he get, maybe got, like, aggressive you were filming or something like that? Oh, yeah. Those people being <laughs> aggressive all the time. Mm-hmm. Did anyone try to steal your camera equipment or anything like that? During Mardi Gras and Fools broke our shit. Wait, <laughs> what? Like, threw beads at our camera and, like, oh broke God. the screen in front. Are you serious? Yeah, it was oh crazy, God. man. Yeah. How much do you f- like? Would you film per night before you got like some gold, dude? It, like it, it got harder and harder. Yeah. Are those all on the same night? Those yeah. videos or no? So I mean, I would say as the show got more and more popular, it was mm-hmm. harder for me to get genuine confessions because course, yeah. everybody knew about it in New Orleans. So, oh, okay. Especially on Bourbon, people would just lie. They'd yeah. be like, oh. "I fuck my grandma." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so a lot of so a lot of those videos, straight up lying. Straight lying. So a lot of them. Oh man. Oh word. I mean, I guess you have to expect that. Everyone like yeah. It's like Hunter S. Thompson That's couldn't go to like any events eventually when he got famous. Yeah, right. That's also I definitely thought like there's definitely some people trying to just say some wild shit to yeah. get on camera when they're fucked up. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean literally like ten of those gold clips are from the first three nights filming. Oh, <laughs> work. Everything oh subsequently was good, but it was just harder, bro. That oh, makes right. sense because like on Instagram, like Instagram pages blow up so fast. They do, yeah. yeah. More than like any other social media. I've never understood Except why. Except for like TikTok now, but like that's different. Well, no, because like Instagram, like everyone has Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it just spreads so much faster. Um, and, it, and I feel like it doesn't mean that much. Like, like, Instagram? It, became, like it became disposable? Just Instagram followers. Like it's. Yeah. People yeah. have. People don't do anything and have, and have like of 4 million. Instagram. Yeah. No, we're. That's yeah. definitely something because like I really only fuck with Twitter. Um, but yeah, whenever I go on Instagram, it'll be someone I never heard of, like some like 
you know, yeah. account that just posts like when the pizza rolls aren't ready. It'll be like a black bar with like the uh, yeah. text on it, some yeah. like derivative shit, and then it says like nine million followers. I'm like, who the fuck is this person? Yeah, it's just <laughs> random. Yeah, like and half of them are bots, probably usually. Yeah, it's know. a click farm. Yeah, you know what, what I mean? Yeah. No, where was the legal? Was there any like did people did people have to sign off when you'd film them? No. So people, you, so you would literally just film people drunk, and that was it. Never hear from yeah. them again. Well, I mean, state by state consent laws for filming. Are no different. word, yeah. Like yeah. Louisiana New York. is one party consent. So you, mm-hmm. you don't right. have Same to with New York. have yeah. someone. Sh- oh, New York's like that. Yeah. yeah well, that's oh, why Eric yes. Eric yeah. Andre uh, he films his like talk show part in L.A., but his man on the street in New York because New York's a one consent state. Didn't he film some in Atlanta too? I think so. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. where it might be different. But like L.A., no, obviously, yeah. it's a two yeah. consent yeah. state because all, all, all the celebrities and stuff. But yeah, yeah New York, awesome. definitely. Yeah. yeah, I want to do more man on the street shit in New York, like hipsters in Williamsburg. Oh no, oh please yeah. do. I'm going <laughs> to <Just> like, <laughs> tomorrow. I'm going to do that. Um, there's this comedian Joe Mandy. Yeah. Who he had this, I think it was a Twitter account just called "Look at this fucking hipster," and it was all people. You know, just dressed like infuriatingly, like with like a propeller hat. Oh and, yeah, like yes. super, like super irony. Like yeah, stuff like where you even like, how do you even look at yourself like that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, like a video version of like just that like lack of self awareness would be so funny here because you yeah. see a lot of it. No, we're gonna do yeah. kind of like outfit shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's my passion is interviewing people. No, mm-hmm. we're really. Yeah. And I want to do something that I can market and actually feel good about. Right. I mean, Core Confessions was great, I, but you know, I felt bad about a lot of that shit. You're watching Quarter Confessions. When I was fucking 12, 12 years old, I fucking had sex with my cousin and she was fucking 15 years old, dude. Dude, that shit was fucking bomb. Wait, where's this going? Shit, did I fuck up? I don't know. You, you fucked your cousin, but... Yeah. The guy, yeah. <laughs> the guy confessing to a murder. That one... Yeah. Do you think the guy was like lying or... I mean, either way, I just knows? think that show, was, it was dope. And yeah, I, it's yeah. gonna keep going without me, right? I mean, it just fucked people's oh, lives up too. Oh, really? Yeah. Have yeah. they one ever gotten back to you, like about? Yeah, dude. Oh wow. Like, I mean, it was fun, bro. But like, the show's gonna keep going. I just am. More oh, why? So, is um your friend doing it still? Continuing? Yeah, it? yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, he's continuing it just like on his own. Yeah, he's gonna host. do his own thing. Oh, where? Yeah. But just, but just, so you left it essentially? Yeah, something like that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he graduated. So well, I mean that too. But like, I didn't yeah. know like. <laughs> Yeah, it, it all sort of was timed perfectly. It's like I graduate right. college, yeah. the show's st- st- starting, to hit a, starting to hit a plateau a little bit. Yeah, no. I yeah. was like, all right. Cool. Very much like kind of move on. lightning in a bottle situation. Yeah, and you don't want you don't want to ro- like ride a wave all the way out. Right? No, right. It's like, you want to quit where you're ahead. It's like yeah. if Arrested Development never came back, it would have been perfect. Like something it like would have, yeah. 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 yeah, real shit. Yeah, so I so all guess no breaks. Like I read this book three times back to back. I read it a few times too. It's sort of like in the way that Quarter Confessions, like it lasted like four months and it was done. Like this, yeah. like just the fact that it's sixty pages, like yeah, I could kill like it's perfect to kill like two hours before work oh, or something like do, that. Yeah. You could just blow through the whole thing. And I just wanted to ask, like you said before that you've been doing this shit since you were like 16 like, yeah what yeah. H- how did you get like this sort of like reckless bug yeah i don't know dude just i guess i've just always been like that i'm an only child so okay, okay. yeah i always fantasized about being non not bored right <laughs> you know I mean? yeah doing mad crazy shit mm-hmm. and even if it was just in seattle where i grew up i'd be traveling recklessly around the city like mm-hmm. going to places yeah. i shouldn't like walking through bum camps oh like, we're talking to people oh wow. and, like just trying to connect with random ass people every day. Yeah. And, yeah. and now I'm just taking that on video form forever. 
Are you from like the city part, Capitol Hill? Yep. yep. Right. Oh, Capitol Hill slash downtown. You know, so like just, right in the middle. Yeah. yeah, I'm from the middle of the city. And did you watch Seattle like get swallowed whole by Amazon? Yeah. yeah. Fuck Amazon. Yeah. No word. Yeah. I'm so glad they didn't come here. From New York. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. It's good um, that you mentioned that, man. I mean, seriously, like, not not a lot of people know about that. You know. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot of people don't know. You know, Seattle used to be really tight. And I hate being like, oh, it used to be so sick, but it yeah. genuinely well, was. Well, the reason you're saying it used to be sick is because, like, corporate America came in and, like, yeah. pillaged it. I mean, my Amazon. family had to move out of our home neighborhood. Oh, wow. Everybody I grew up with. Oh, so you're a victim with, of gentrification, then, oh, essentially. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Everybody I grew up with doesn't live there anymore. So right, you walk through and you see also all the classic coffee shops, like Uncle Elizabeth's, like Bauhaus, mm-hmm. these classic Seattle spots that created the coffee culture that we're known yeah. for is gone. Oh, my God. Because Amazon raised the rent so hard, paid no taxes to the city, mm-hmm. knocked down every building, and built, like, Jesus almost, Christ. like, dorms for their employees. Yeah, oh, exactly. yeah, no, it's literally yeah. what it is. They have buses that transport. There was a protest in San Francisco because of that. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, like, Palo Alto, like, whole, all Silicon Valley. Yeah. Like, there's yeah. a whole micro-industry of just bus drivers. Yeah. That bus, yeah. the tech work. Because they was, can't even live there. Yeah, but it was taking it. But then, like, the company bus driver, driving, drivers were taking money away from like, actual bus drivers yeah. and cabs it's, and it's stuff. A, it's a mess. It's a disaster, yeah. yeah. Um, also, the Amazon, you know, the average residency of an Amazon employee or whatever is like 36 months. So okay. they're not, it's sort of like a stepping stone post-college mm-hmm. to get shut off to some other tech company somewhere in California. You know, and C- Seattle's not like a super xenophobic place. We're right. not like, don't fucking come here. Yeah, yeah. It's a fairly progressive, yeah. like, We love environment. new people coming to Seattle. Right. We're not ever rejecting anyone, but you're just coming just to juice money out of the city mm-hmm. and leave. They have no attachment Fuck to that. the city. That's yeah. literally what yeah. colonizing a city is. <laughs> it's bad, It's man. kind of, yeah, well, it's like... Before tech, like this sort of happened, the classic example was like sports stadiums. Yeah, like yeah. Olympic stadiums. Mm. It would always be sold to them like it's going to bring so so many jobs to the community, but it's like no because they bring their own people they, in. Well, not they, not that they bring their own people, but like no one who works at the stadium lives there. Right. It, yeah. It's a job where you get burnt out so fast. Mm-hmm. Um, the jobs don't even pay that well to begin with. Like, right. God, stadium those... jobs must suck ass, dude. Yeah, oh it's my terrible. God. I, I've <laughs> had clean the cleanup especially. Uh. <laughs> in uh, on Long Island, we have some shitty uh, minor league team called the Long Island Ducks. Oh yeah, <laughs> like my mom keeps getting tickets to and, those um, jobs. It's <laughs> very much like your dad would get tickets to it, and you would go. I, yeah, but, like I had games. so many friends who like that was their first job. Yeah, and it was just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, so the Long Island Ducks. Shout out to the Long Island Ducks. But yeah, like so many God people at Stony Brook are from the city, and like oh, yeah. the stories I hear of gentrification are past like three editor in chief. Fucking harrowing. Like oh, God, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was like talking to some girl who she's from Harlem. Yeah, she said she watched her rent quadruple. Oh, my God, within five years. Like, can yeah. you imagine that your rent quadrupling? Yeah, no word. And like. She said that, like, they replaced um, the locks on the door on, like, ha- to get into the building with, like, some, like, bougie, like, stuff you put oh a card up to. She said she would watch some, like, old lady who lived there for 60 years, like, try mm. to do the card thing, but her hand would shake. My God. So Jesus. Much. And, yeah. Our and- friend, um, one of our former editors and our friend of ours, he lives in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. And he's only been able to stay there because of rent control. Because the place he yeah. lives in happens to just be rent controlled. Yeah. So he ha- that's the only reason he's been able to live to live there. One million though. New Yorkers have rent control. I read the other day. Yeah. You know, oh, one wow. eighth of the city. It's pretty insane. And they have like lotteries too. Yeah. Like when people die, they auction off the apartment, oh, my and God. it's like you have that's to be so fucked. lucky to get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think about gentrification often. I wonder if it's even worth 
complaining about. I mean, it's worth fighting against. I would, if yeah. it's you, you know, this, under the system we we have now, it's never gonna go away. Yeah, but it's definitely, of course, I think, I think it's definitely worth still like fighting about, fighting uh, right against and like talking about. Certainly. Yeah, I mean, I was a victim of it, but I mean, especially as journalists too. Yeah, but it's America, you know. No, yeah. Capitalism is like the god. Yeah, no, and, yeah. and that's the, the thing with real estate. Like, not to get too like into like politics, no, but worries, like. Yeah. Real estate's one of the last areas that's, like, a guaranteed rate of return for, like, oh, investment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, in China, like, they've just been pouring all their money into real estate. Yeah. That's why, like, you see, like, these cities that, like, no one lives there. Yeah, right. Because it's just, like, a super, like, turned up to 11 version of, like, weird, like, capitalist-communist hybrid they have over there. Yeah, I mean, um, like, when I was coming up in Seattle, right, mm-hmm. like... It's like 2010 or some shit. I thought it was super grimy and sick, like the sickest city ever. Yeah. Then there's these fools from the early 90s telling me, man, Seattle fucking sucks now. It's <laughs> dead. It used to be so sick. Then yeah. I wonder, like, oh, shit, am I one of those dudes to the kids currently coming up in Seattle? Right. So I've just decided to, to like, not pay it much mind. Yeah. It's yeah. not, like, the individual. It's the collective. Yeah, I'm not going to stop yeah. it. So, like, do you remember the first time where you did some shit you weren't supposed to be doing yeah. as far as like traveling through the city like alone mm. or yeah so like when i was in middle school like a lot of my friends were kind of like proto gangbanger types okay. okay which i didn't realize like they got into <laughs> gangs in high school mm-hmm. you know what i mean but in middle school they just like doing shit and i remember sometimes like we would do shit like take bikes and like really stupid shenanigans oh, word. And I remember just being in, like, super hood areas. Oh, my God. I remember my parents picked me up one time, and they were like, why the fuck are you over here? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that's where my friends live. And they're like, this is the worst place in the city. And I was like, fuck you guys. You know what I mean? I was like, they don't get this. That was the first time I realized that I was, like, out of the bounds of my parents. Yeah. Right. I, I wish I still had that, like, lack of self-awareness that I did when I was, like, a 13-year-old dirtbag. Be yeah. Because, like, there would be some stories where, like, and like, you were a Long Island, like, teenage dirtbag, yeah. too, so, like, you were a special brand. Like, just, like, under the train tracks and power lines. The but, power lines, yeah. baby. But, like, there are stories from when I was, like, 15 or whatever, like, being, like, so fucked up to where if that happened now, in my 20s, I would be freaking the fuck out. Oh, yeah. yeah. But because I was, like, 14, 15, I was when just, like, 14, whatever. 15, like, you have nothing to awesome. worry about, really. You're not thinking about, like, you know, getting arrested or anything. I guess. Or, like, like, I wish I still had that, like, blind, like, dumb You don't think about dying really as much at that yeah. age, you know? So you're you're I more think, willing to I think it was weed. Stuff. I think it was marijuana weed that uh, did mm. it for me. Yeah. They, they put me in the zone. Right. You start doing drugs, whatever kind, your life just becomes sick. When you're 13, oh, yeah, you smoke weed, you're kicking with older homies, you're all around the city, like, kicking it with the girls, like, you're just go- going through shit, you're learning hella. I'm yeah. glad I smoked weed, because I stopped when I was, like, 18, but mm-hmm. thank God I started smoking weed when I was, like, 12, 13. No word. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like... So do you remember first time you like hitchhiked? Yeah, or? fuck. Um, I never wanted to until I was like in college. Okay, I was just so bored in my dorms, and I was so aimless and upset with the fact that I had to be like in that situation. With yeah, like, weird frat kids everywhere and shit. Yeah. Did you so, like? Did you like the college environment or no, uh, not, not at all? Oh no. I mean, so I was like, damn. So I was. Just, I read this book called uh, "Vagabonding in America." Mm-hmm. I forget who it was by. It was like a super cutty giant book by some dude named like Ed something. I don't know. Maybe nice. you can look it up later. Shout out to Ed. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a book in the seventies. Which hitchhiking then was common. Oh yeah. yeah. He was like talking about all these routes and like different cultures, and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna go for it. So I, mm-hmm. after my last final, as I said, I just dipped away from school and just hitchhiked. So wait, when you you mentioned earlier that um when you were sick, you know, you would just be gone for like weeks at a time when you were like 16 yeah what were you like what were you doing like just as you were gone away for like such a long period of time before hitchhiking uh just doing dumb shit drinking oh just hanging out graffiti different cities go to portland vancouver cities near seattle oh just kick it you know with the homies 
And then what made you want to... How long have you been writing for? Like, writing what made you want to write, like, a... Yeah, like, any, like, in general. Like, oh, or, dude, since I was, like... Since before I could even walk, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I've been a writer. Like, when I was in... Uh, when I was seven years old, mm-hmm. I, like, I collectivized every, like, talented... Uh, person at my school and mm-hmm. founded a newspaper oh wow so oh, wow. independence charter school kids oh, ics damn. kids magazine <laughs> okay damn. and i was we like created like a fucking periodical okay with, like word searches and like features and editorial oh, wow okay and photos oh damn okay my, resourceful my principal like made all the copies of it hopefully it's still somewhere out there no we're, that's crazy yeah. yeah and then what and then so then what made you want to turn this into a zine like and like i didn't want to write about it for like two years like, i wrote that oh. two and a half years after it happened oh wow okay because like dude everyone kept asking me if i had read on the road by jack yeah. kerouac and i was like no i've not read it and i finally read it and like that whole even the whole culture of like gutter punks or oogles and travel kids mm-hmm. i think it's lame as fuck yeah, oh, okay. i think they all look the same they're just like white rich kids yeah. with dreads who smell like shit yeah they go to sarah around. lawrence or like vassar yeah. all that shit it's brutal to me and, like, I didn't want to be associated with, like, the fringe, like, traveler culture. I didn't want my like audience the, to be people you know, like that. You know, like the that. people in the New Yorker profile about, like, van, the living in a van is a new is a new thing for, for young people. All that shit. Yeah, pod living, like, pods. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah like, Kerouac's yeah. someone who, like, y- like, yeah, when I was 16, I thought it was amazing. But, like, yeah. I went back and tried to read it, and it was, like, very cringy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't think you really missed out on much. Definitely. Really. I just can't yeah. relate to, like, rich, white, vagabond types. Cause no, fake vagabonds. So I didn't write about it. And so my homie was like, dude, you should just write about it. Mm-hmm. But the reason that book is a little bit about me, but it's mostly about the people I met along the way. Because yeah. that's what was most valuable to me. Were you rec- so you, were you recording those interviews when you were, like, were just talking to people at the time? or like? Actually, yeah. Most of those interviews I did by calling the people who told me them and having them retell me it. Oh, okay. Uh, so like, like, you had their numbers and stuff? I found out a way to contact them, like, more than half those stories. Like, the King David one I recorded mm-hmm. okay. at the time. But, like, the Big Wendy one and, like, all that shit, like, Nick Camerata, the Dr. Phil, I called them, and I was like, yo, oh, wow. can you just retell me that? Because I don't oh. want to fuck the details. Oh, up. wow, okay. Yeah. Okay, because I was definitely wondering, like, how did you get, like, yeah, for sure. happen to meet these, like, amazing people? No, we're, so from the um, time you sat down at, your, at the Google Doc to write this, to the time you, it ended up in, like, a, uh, an opening, like, a zine, at a zine place or whatever, how long was it? Six months. Okay. Well, like, I'll tell you the whole story. So I was Go just ahead. in New Orleans. And, like, I quit my job at the restaurant. I was working okay. for this shitty-ass restaurant called Johnny Sanchez, Aaron Sanchez. <laughs> I love it. that name. Bro, I hated it so much. So what happened is, like, John I had this Sanchez. book on my mind. I was like, I'm going to write this shit. Right. One day after my shift, like, all the managers, like, take me to the back room, and they surround me in, like, a circle jerk formation. So mm-hmm. I can't look at anyone, you know, because they're in a circle. Yeah, right. Yeah, they yeah. all start screaming at me, like, you're not good enough. You're not material for Johnny Sanchez. You know, <laughs> you're, you're too slow on your feet, kid. Yeah. And I was like, what? the fuck and i was like and then they emailed me they were like sorry we do we do that to all of our new employees to motivate them and i was what? like fuck what? you it's like it's like 10 bucks an hour so i didn't come back and i spent probably the next four weeks in coffee shops in new orleans like 7 a.m to 7 p.m just writing shit okay mm-hmm. the original thing was like 150 pages oh wow and so i went double to, spaced no single space <laughs> no, default yeah. format nice okay it was fucking Respect. huge and long because i transcribed my whole hitchhiking journal yeah then i went and studied abroad in australia the next semester okay and I had, like, a first print in Australia, and it was still, it was like, super long and shit. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, this sucks. Like, this is fun. So I did a, you know, a release party in Melbourne, came back, had my homie Dominic Frost, who now lives in New York, yeah. do all the illustrations. Okay. And then I went to uh, Park Slope Copy Center in this area, printed 100 copies, went to 8-Ball Community, which is, like, a kind of, like, left-wing publishing house in Lower yeah. Manhattan, mm-hmm. got it published there, and then uh, they did it, and I just went and published it myself in New Orleans. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so this is the self-published version, or yes, okay, yeah. yeah, this is one I ordered. No, or um, yeah. So did you have an editor like look through it at all, or no, no? Dude, this is all you. Yeah. Okay, nice. 
Um, you did design, even like the layout and everything. Uh, I did the whole layout. Okay, nice. Yeah. So I want to talk about the first story with yeah, the okay. Honduran man. Oh yeah. Thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so after that happens to, like, did you think about quitting? Right no, away? that made me even more stoked. I was oh, like, wow. "Fuck okay. it, I'm really about this lifestyle. I can do yeah. shit like this." Okay. I guess, yeah, yeah, you know what? That is, it is sort of like a trial by fire. No, thing. well, yeah. it's, it, of course it is. It has to be. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. So like, you weren't scared at all, there, or just like no. confused, probably. I was just like, "Fuck it," like, you know, mm-hmm. this is what I do. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to tell us like, specifics, but was there anything you could, you didn't feel like you just could, you could keep in the manuscript uh, before you finally printed it? Was there, was, was there a story on the road where you were like, I can't, should I include this? I can't include this. Oh, yeah, this reason. one dude told me he was going to, like, shoot up the Church of Scientology okay. headquarters. Oh, well, my God. yeah, that, that like, makes sense. Just, Why I don't want to put that in there? That in there. Yeah, I knew he wasn't going to do it because he was crazy, and I just yeah. to be, like, you know, investigated by this crazy fool. <laughs> no word. Um, yeah, so, like, oh, yeah, I want to talk about, like, the food hustling. The food hustling, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Because that I was, like, very, like, I was like, I need to know more about this. Like mm-hmm. you climbing out the Waffle House window. So you yeah, work. Oh, yeah, for sure. Pay like a four dollar bill. Like how many times did you have to do that? Like, uh, that was just a few times. Like okay, but that's more of a joke. I mean, that's just like you know a little bit of half sarcastic uh, shit. Okay. No, <laughs> the real food hustle is like bed and you know bed and breakfasts. Mm-hmm. You know, just put on some pajamas, walk into a, a hotel eight at nine a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, fill up a Tupperware with like sausage and eggs and mm-hmm. fruit and all that, and you're good for the whole day. Nice. Yeah, you just got to be able to wake up. I and, like, did you you got, like, really good at selling it? Or did you even have to try? I mean, dude, it depends what hotel you're at. Like, if you're yeah. at somewhere like the Sheraton, maybe they'll be like, can I see your room key? Mm-hmm. But even in that case, they'd be like, oh, yeah, let me go get it. I left it upstairs. Just not come back. But if you're at, like, the Comfort Inn or, like, the Best Western or the Super 8, dude, who the fuck is going to be like, yo, where's your room key at? Yeah, it's yeah. just not going to happen, dude. They throw that shit out, too, if, they don't, if no one needs it. So. Right. Um... Did you ever go? Did you ever hit up like a shelter? No. There? No. <laughs> no. I'd rather sleep outside, man. Yeah. I also think it's just kind of fucked up because I'm choosing to be homeless. Yeah. Right. Leave the soup for the actual homeless people. Right. No, or you know. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. What made you? So then, when you made the trailer for the book, yeah. What was it like? What What made what? Were you at all nervous about just wa- especially as a young journal, you know, a young journalist who's like a student? Was there any part where it was like, should I just storm into Vice and just start filming? I was gonna do more. I was gonna hop the turnstile and like okay. start throwing my zines <laughs> at people and be like, I'm the greatest American journalist. But the security <laughs> nice. guard in a bolo tie was like, Hey, get off the property! Yeah, <laughs> fuck. Nice. Nah, Vice is cool. I mean, I just like to make fun of like millennial media. No yeah, word. Sure. I mean, don't we all? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So like, Mike.com. Yeah. <laughs> um. <coughs> so Jezebel. So like was there any like interview in the book that like you did get organically? Like the guy like who knew Lightning Hopkins or anything yeah. like that? Oh yeah, um, that was organic. That was recorded. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, and King David was recorded. What made you want to record him just for like your own keepsake in the uh, future? I got the little Freddie King story, like that's the only one that I actually didn't get during the hitchhiking trip. Mm. It's actually my least favorite story. Okay, yeah. I just don't. I don't even know why, why I put it in there. <laughs> he's just a legend. He's probably gonna die soon. Like he's like right. eighty or something. I, you know, yeah. I just thought I might throw it in. Mm. If I reprint it, I'll take it out though. That's just like I did a story on him for like mm-hmm. a, my school newspaper in New Orleans. Word. Okay. And I was like, fuck it. This is kind of a cool hitchhiking story. I'll throw it in there. Yeah. But people don't seem to really resonate with that one. Ah, uh, word. Which I mean, one? I thought it was cool because like I love Lightning Hopkins and like all that old Texas like blues shit. Word. So I thought yeah. it was really cool. I'm glad you fucked with that part. Yeah. Of it. Which um, story do did people really resonate with? In the lo- did you find like in in getting reactions from people? 
I don't know. I think people relate with people who are more similar to themselves. Okay. Generally, mm-hmm. I mean, so it's like, like case by case kind of. Well, I mean, it's sort of like this, right? Like, so whenever you post a viral clip on the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say if it's a, it's of like an old Indian dude. Right. right? Most of the people who share it and laugh at it are going to be Indian. If right. it's a frat guy doing some frat shit, it's yeah. going to be pop off in the college circuit. So, like, you know, race, gender, age, orientation, a lot of that shit played a role in who connected with what. In this okay. Yeah. Word. yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess, yeah, because, like, the, the hockey player who was on Dr. Yeah. Phil. Like, that sort of resonated in me because, uh, I don't know, like, I played hockey, but that's not really, that didn't really have anything to do with it. It was just, like, that, like, suburban white kid who's just, like, sort of, like, one experience away from just, like, snapping like that. Yeah, right. That's definitely something that I've, like, thought at points. For sure. So I definitely resonated with that one. Yeah, yeah that dude was crazy. <laughs> yeah, like, do you have any updates on that guy? Or? Yeah. He, he lives in a really nice penthouse in downtown L.A. with no electricity. Oh, worse. He just <laughs> okay. sleeps on the floor. <laughs> okay. I don't know. His parents are rich, so they're probably oh, paying okay. for it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Honestly, that, he's cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sort of like a psychopath. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I'm reading about Jim Jones right now. Uh-huh. Word, okay. And, like, you know, so Hitler <laughs> had this uh, style of speaking where he starts super angry mm-hmm. and then goes and, like, gradually gets to a whisper, right. turns into conversation, mm-hmm. and then gets louder and yells again. Right. He'll be like, for example, he'll be like, we're in this RV right now. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be here for the rest of the day. But why are we here? What are we doing? We're making a podcast. So it's like Macho we're Man. We're making a goddamn podcast. It's like Macho Man Randy Savage, basically. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, like, some shit that all psychopaths do. Like, huh. Chairman Mao, Stalin, Jim Jones, and Jonestown. It's like this creepy cult of personality, like, mm-hmm. rhythm. Charles Manson's kind of like that, too. They all do that. Like, like, you go from booming to like weird whisper connection. Yeah, that's so funny. like the trashiest like so kind of bourgeois because it, it, there's like different like um demographics there's like oh, yeah. the Hamptons people right they just kind of hang out in the little Hamptons homes they don't like yeah, they, they, don't, do they don't really leave and then you have what Joe calls them MAGA Jeffs which I think is a good way to put it which are like the MAGA like the MAGA white dude dads who oh, like yeah, they make dude. a lot of money they own a pool store they're yeah. not really blue collar, but they drive. But they think they're blue collar because they drive a pickup truck. They're like hella scared of the city, and they think yeah. that Brentwood's like an MS. They think like farm. MS thirteen oh runs God. the yeah, island, yeah. <laughs> and they're like they wear shirts to say like ten, eight rules, ten rules for dating my teenage daughter. Oh yeah, and they're all yeah, say, yeah. and they all just say don't. Fuck. Long yeah, Long Island's filled with those people, and it's so. Annoying. And then you have like the uh, I call them like Long Island Debbies, which are, which are just like the gossipy soccer moms. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and they vary in, in like in political affiliation. Some of them are like are like like Hillary Dems, and some of them are like MAGA people. God, they're both annoying. Mostly both MAGA, people. mostly yeah. MAGA people, depending on where you live. Yeah, it's um, weird, dude. It's weird because like yeah, class wise, it's so weird because like I live in like a very like working class neighborhood. Yeah, but then like five minutes down, there's just like McMansion after McMansion. Oh yeah, I live. Yeah. It's Samuel Mayer. And, area. and like you have to go to school with those people. Yeah, I just fucking hated them. Dude, my high school so was full. It was full of those kind of like McMansion yeah. kids. Yeah, with the, with the dads I just with the kind of dads I just mentioned too. Yeah, they make one hundred and fifty. They were like they were like a, they were like a, a f- like a linebacker in high school, and they're so riding that wave kind of. Their name their name is like Doug yeah, or something. It's a lot of people who like went to college like went to some like whack d3 college on yeah. a lacrosse scholarship fail out but lie to everyone about hurting their back no worries and then yeah. come back take like the police test make one hundred thirty thousand dollars no a year and Jesus. just be racist it's also an incredibly segregated like environment too like all yeah. everyone's like broke like uh, most of the hispanics are like 
kind of stuck in like sing like one area. The MS thirteen controlled district. No, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. They have their own um, assemblymen. The MS thirteen. Yeah. There's, like, there's an MS thirteen convention in those areas, like <laughs> armed gorillas and shit. No, yeah, pretty much. No, yeah, no. Like we know, I know tons of people live in Brandon, but it's not like that at all. It's not. It's, like it's that. So We're joking, dumb. of course. Right. Yeah, it's a ridiculous assumption. Um, it's all just me. It's all media also, hype. what's funny is that like, it, it, there's a story in Santa Reach, which is a town near us. Where yeah, <laughs> the Hell's Angels straight up just bought a vacant <laughs> church. Yeah, and they're just like posted up out of there. And like, I went to like the local news comments, and they're all like, "Well, it's okay because uh, biker gangs have class." And I'm like, what? "I know exactly what you mean by that." Have yeah, you seen the exactly. Mi- have you seen <laughs> the uh, have you seen a uh, Killer Mike's new show? No, that exact thing that exact thing happened with the. There's an episode where um, it's like Nathan for you if it was like ran by Killer Mike. That's the best way I can describe it. But um, there's an episode where he like makes a, the, he gives the Crips a soda brand. Yeah. Because Hell's Angels like su- successfully sued Disney for merchandise for um, copyright infringement. Um, but it's everyone who would not want to buy a Crip soda or like buy a Crip soda or carry a Crip soda in a store would say like, you know, we don't want it's a gang. We don't want to do that. But then it was like then they would say, what if? Killer Mike would then say, "What if the Hell's Angels were? They have merchandise, and they they sell merchandise, and they're in the area and stuff." And people would be like, "Yeah, but they help the community at the same time, though. They kind of do like the Hell's Angels. They they like they, they respect w- help the community. <laughs> it's be- it's <laughs> I don't because know. they watched. It's because like all like the white MAGA moms. They watch Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> yeah, word. Like, they help the community, and they're like they, help, they, they respect women. Yeah, they have they like help yeah. in many ways. <laughs> and it's like no, they're a fucking gang. They sell drugs. Yeah. And kill people. Yeah. They've you killed just, more people than the Crips. They're probably just have. white, yeah. and like seeing that stuff just pisses me. And off also, so much. motorcycles are fucking lame. Dude. Yeah, and say this. I hate I hate them on the road. They're obnoxious. Yeah. yeah, no one thinks they're cool. Girls hate them, and if oh, girls yeah. do like them, you don't want to talk to them. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? It's like the King of the Hill episode, Pepperoni Sue. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why um, do they call you Pepper? Um <laughs> <laughs> I'm dropping that clip in an editing. So, you okay? So you like didn't really fuck with school in New Orleans? No, all? I just don't fuck with college. It's just a bunch of nerds, dude. Yeah. Really? It's just, just a bunch of squares. I came from the inner city, bro. Oh, okay, some, like I had to meet kids. Who are from Seattle? Who are from like forty-five minutes away from Seattle, bro? Right. That's so infuriating. Like, it's c- hard for me to deal with that kind of shit. Dude. Really? So they're, they're, it's it's like, they're fake. They're, they're in it for the image. Like, Just I'm from a Seattle. A bunch of fucking posers at every school. Right. Word. Yeah. So you have, did you have did you have a lot of friends at that school? Or yeah, you, yeah. <laughs> but, but it was like your friend group, though. Yeah, I like... had a couple homies, but I I didn't fit in with like the mainstream college kids. Like, Not worth. That yeah. shit is so corny. Like, I, I don't know if all schools are like that, bro. But Stanford's mostly nerds and like transfer yeah, students well, and like yeah. a, oh, like um. Stony Brook's like a big STEM school. Study yeah. abroad students, like yeah, international international students. kids. Most of them are from like La- Korea. Or I Japan. think Loyola let that probably be very fratty. Yeah, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. fratty, and also just like there's this specific brand of like alternative, like l- bro, basically that like goes uh, to schools like that, like the eco bro kind just of guy, like Mac like... DeMarco, Tame Impala type, uh, like yeah, yeah, dangly earring, like okay. cuffed dickies, oh, Doc Martin, bro. See, okay, what's yeah. funny about that is I wear that overalls every day. That, like, <laughs> I smoke Newports. With, yeah. like, SUNY schools, like, State University of New York. Yeah. It's weird because all those kids are funneled into two schools. Yeah. We're, yeah. New Paltz and Purchase. No word, yeah. So if you go to those campuses, it's just, they all look like that. That's one of the reasons I didn't, because I, I got into Purchase Creative Writing Program, and that's one of the reasons I kind of didn't want to go. Yeah. I like, I don't know if I can handle, because there's, like, a, there's already, like, a group of kids kind of like that from, like, the town over for me. Yeah. And I hated those kids. So I yeah. couldn't imagine then going to a school full of those kids. Not mm. to mention, bro, like it's even though it's alternative and they're ideologically very far left wing, it's always all white spaces. If you kick yeah. with them, it's like you go to these white ass parties with these like stick and poke motherfuckers. Like, 
it's not the one. Like I want, I like to keep a diverse circle. No yeah, word yeah, exactly. Um, not by design, but just naturally. Just naturally, know, like, yeah. Yeah. So like you said, like you're doing more hitchhiking now. Yeah. Um, I just hitchhiked from Miami to Seattle like two weeks ago. Well, I got back to Seattle two weeks ago. Miami to Seattle. Yeah. Oh wow. Like this summer. So that's way. That's, that's like five times the distance you did for this. Yeah. Are yeah. you planning on <laughs> writing about it? Or? No, I just uh, like doing it. Would you want to do another like zine, like about something, anything? So the show that I have not announced yet, but I have a show coming up that I'm going to do is going to be hitchhiking based. Nice. Okay. So it's going to be like me hitchhiking. I've just gotten so like desensitized to like the wonder of it, sort mm -hmm. of. I mean, right. that was the first time I did it. Now it's just something to pass the time. Right. It's not necessarily fascinating to me anymore. No, right. It's just fun. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we all take Ubers now. Like, I guess it's yeah, really, like, yeah, we're, you it's know, whatever. <laughs> it's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, has there been like a story that happened where you're like, oh man, I wish I could write about this, or just on this last trip? Yeah, yeah, dude, mm. I got picked up by this dude in Vegas, and like, he had a weird vibe from the start, like giant, bulky dude with like big shoulder muscles and like bald with wraparound shades and oh. like you know, yeah, an Ed Hardy T-shirt. <laughs> Okay. And he told me, he's like, man, you know, I used to run the largest Aryan gang in Orange County, California, <laughs> and I was the most wanted man in uh, Arizona, Nevada, and California for 15 years from, like, you know, robbing people. And he was like, I used to be like you, but I used to hitchhike just to steal cars. Holy like, shit. he would just do that. And then he just started saying all this crazy gang shit about all of his friends are dead. Like, he had, mm -hmm. he had 400 people in his gang. There was, like, three left. Was tell And then he was like, yo, the reason I picked you up is because, you know, I want to take you in, like. I'm a yeah. converted Mormon. Oh, my like, God. Because he picked me up in Utah, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he tried to put me down for the church. And I kind of, uh, I was uh, I was pretty scared, actually. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. That's a very specific kind of energy. Yeah. Like, not, 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 bor not born-again Christian, born-again Mormon. <laughs> yeah. Born-again Mormon. Like, yeah. yeah. I didn't let the, the conversation drop for one second. Don't because worry. I don't care if someone is reformed. Mm -hmm. He has the possibility of being volatile. Like, right. Yeah, if yeah. I what if I was like, nah, fuck Mormonism, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he'd yeah, freak yeah. out. He'd probably kill me, dude. No yeah, worries. Yeah. yeah. Um. Damn, that's definitely a story right there. Mormons <laughs> yeah. are usually pretty cool, though. Yeah. They well, gave yeah. us. They gave us Napoleon Dynamite. If you're a straight man, not to be that guy. Oh, I didn't. Know, I, I don't know anything about Mormonism. If you're gay, they exile you. Yeah. Okay. And if it. you're a woman, they force you to be like a housemaid. Ah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know what's funny is that yeah. <laughs> uh, Beck Beck is a Scientologist. Okay, well, but for some reason I always just confused Scientology and Mormonism. So <laughs> I do that too sometimes. So yeah. for years, like casually as an anecdote, when Beck would come out, I'd be like, "Yeah, you know, he's Mormon," you know. <laughs> and now there's just a bunch of people who think he's Mormon because my dumbass. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, dude, I, mean, I read Dianetics, you know, by L. Ron Hubbard. Oh yeah, 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 like the Bible of Scientology, dude. It's like glorified, like general psychology. Oh yeah. yeah, it's such bullshit. I thought it was some alien shit. It's not. You my know, dad's gym teacher tried to sell that. You know, it's like funny. Him is that, kid. Speaking of that, <laughs> both me and my dad made the same ironic Dianetics purchase and then showed it to each <laughs> other. Like, look what we found at this thrift store. <laughs> but it was both like an ironic. Yeah, like father, like son. <laughs> um, yeah, it's weird because like, have you ever seen The Master? Uh, the Paul Thomas, like with Joaquin Phoenix, great movie. No, it's sort I'm of, to peep it. it's about Scientology, and yeah, it's weird because it just started as like an alternative psychology for like bougie, like white collar yeah. people after World War Two, and it just like turned into this religion slowly. You know what's crazy about it? Like, just to show how recent Scientology is, L. Ron Hubbard. The L does not stand for anything. You know why it's there? Why? Because he was in the Writers Guild, and there was already a Ron Hubbard in the Writers Guild, and you can't have, like, two people with the exact same name and uh, spelling like in the Michael Writers J. Guild. Like Michael J. Fox. Yeah. So he literally just added the, added the L. That's how, like, recent it is that the, like, Messiah of Scientology is in the, is in the Writers Guild. 
If he had a Twitter now, his profile would say, I stand with the WGA. Yeah, dude's yeah. a fucktard. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, he sucks, but like... How many people tried to, like, convert you? Like, convert me? Oh, yeah. hella people, dude. I can't stand that shit, dude. It's not pisses me off so bad. It's like, stop, dude. Because that's another thing I immediately yeah. thought of. I was like, I feel like the type of person that picks someone up would be someone to try to, like, convert you. Oh, were they mostly, like, Christians and stuff like that? Like, yeah. Crazy, it'd be crazy, sick like, if they were, like, Muslims. Because <laughs> then I'd be listening to them more. I was oh, like, well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, some Buddhist. That'd no, be cool. So, yeah, that'd, that'd be, be cool. But they would never do it. You know, because right, they yeah. want you to find your own path. Only Christians believe that they're doing the right thing by forcing something on you. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's another thing I wanted to say. Yeah. So you, it's like the religion of capitalism. Right at... Boom. Right at, Damn, dude. Yeah. Jacobin. Right, yeah. at, right at the beginning I read the baffler. Right at the beginning Woke. of the book, you said that the people who took you in most were people on, like, the margins of society. Yeah. Yeah. And all the evangelicals basically, like, told you to fuck off, basically. Oh, totally, no, totally, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. all their bullshit about, you know, family values and caring for the mm-hmm. oppressed and so that stuff they preach is mm-hmm. bullshit, dude. Yeah. Because when you're, you're in towns like uh, Amarillo, Texas, or Odessa, or somewhere like that, if, you're, if I'm saying it right, where everyone's a hardcore Christian, yeah. mm-hmm. right? And you could be homeless as fuck. White, homeless, young kid, you know? Could be their child, you know? There's no alienation variable there. At the gas station, just asking for food. And they literally, like, borderline spit on you. They look just like, oh, oh yeah. fuck you. Yeah. You know, it's pe- and then you see a random, like, poor immigrant family. And they come out and, like, give you all the sandwiches. Yeah. And, like, invite you over. That's what it is. Yeah, that's the same. So, like, when I've been, like, a delivery driver at different times, just, like, as a summer job, um... Like, people, like, there's that racist stereotype about, like, oh, black people don't tip. But, like, literally the only people that gave me problems were the people in, like, you know what I'm talking about, like, the North Shore and McMansions. Oh, yeah. The only people who gave me shit. And it was always, like, the people who were, like, poorer who would treat me like they would tip me the best. Because they probably, like, are closer to people who've done this kind of work. Yeah. And so that was that's why I was like very glad to see that in this book. Well, they, they pe- know well because the people who tip you know what it's like not to have yeah, everything pe- handed to them. People need to know that that stereotype's bullshit. So yeah. Oh, like it's complete bullshit. Yeah. In the book. yeah, especially immigrants of the shit. Yeah, the kindest, no, yeah. most hardworking people ever. One hundred percent. American white people are fucked up. Yeah, I yeah. mean, they're almost all so shitty. No, they are. Yeah. Remote. Like, especially on especially on Long Island. Oh yeah. my god! Actually, they're probably so some of the worst on Long Island. Shitty. <laughs> there, there is this great article in Politico called like "Why Long Island Still Loves Trump," and it's just like the the most I love this infuriating shit in the world. Yeah, um, so we're, and plus we're, I want to point out we're from uh, like we're from the county that like really like boosted Trump in like New York. I think Word. in New York, yeah, he wouldn't have won without without our county. Without our county, yeah. our county was huge for Trump's like v- voter base. So I apologize on behalf of Long Island. It's it's to the point where like. Everyone from my high school who turned out left wing, mm. even if you didn't fuck with each other in high school, you all just kind of coalesced together. Yeah. Because everyone in our school is basically for Trump. Yeah. It's, it's like at that level. You know how I feel about left wing people too? How I so? feel like all these progressive people at the colleges, maybe they should stop being so ideological and just live every day treating people the right way. Yeah. You know, all these radical people in the classroom screaming. It's like, why don't you guys literally just go out? You know, some of them do. But yeah. just like live, a, like treat people with respect. Like just live that shit. Right. right. Don't you know? Move out. Move away from your dorm. Move yeah. away from your campus. Get out of that stupid bubble where you're fighting people over you know the school newspaper and shit. And yeah. just like Bullshit. move somewhere and just be cool to your community. Like just be cool. Out. Yeah. Day, day to day. Volunteer. Get there back to the community. There is yeah. a story from the election <laughs> where like purchase, which is where all the hipster kids yeah. go. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a Hillary Clinton rally mm-hmm. on campus that was like broken up as like a protest from the Bernie people mm-hmm. 
And it's just like, what are you fucking doing? Like at that point, <laughs> yeah, man. Like who cares? Wait, so like there was a, a Hillary? I don't know. I could look it up. No, I'm, like, no, no. I'm sorry. Like there was like maybe like a Hillary. It was like during a primary. Right. There was, like a Hillary event that got like overrun by the Bernie event protesting the Hillary well, event. Yes, yes. Just like <laughs> your head's up your own ass. Like I'm not point. saying that they're they're like the same. No, Obviously not. no. I know that, but like. Come on, but it's like, yeah, like what are you even doing at that point? Right. It's, it's so now all these people yeah. on the outside are looking into the, uh, in it, just like, wow, look at these like maniacs. Yeah, yeah or it, they just don't live by example. Like for example, right, we're in Bushwick, Williamsburg, right. This yeah. is the frontier. This is ground zero of gentrification in America right now. Right? Mm-hmm. So you have the furthest left wing people living here, you know, doing all this alternative shit. Yeah, Th- look where they live. These people support gentrified art spaces. Mm-hmm. They yeah. they drive up the rent, and they are literally causing so much damage and like a forced diaspora of all yeah, the people yeah. of color communities in this area so i don't understand it's just like live by example like don't move to a gentrified area don't support gentrified art spaces don't support businesses that are alienating the people from the area right mm. how it's so hard for people to grasp that and yeah. like support yeah. local lo- local like business that were there or at, that were there that are owned yeah. by like people who have like lived there for generations yeah but here's a here's the question i do have you're saying don't move in the gender, and like you're saying no, no. I'm not trying to like argue. I'm, this I'm, is because we're about to graduate. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, we're about to graduate. We're thinking about this is part of why I'm asking that. You're saying like don't move in gentrified areas, which I think is great. Yeah. But like in moving into a gentrified area, do you would you say you then like by that by default are then gentrifying it by yes. you moving it? There you go. That's it. Well, okay, I would just say do some research on your income level. There you go. Okay. You know what I mean? Like seriously, I've thought about making like a little pamphlet about this. But right. Do some research on your income level. Figure out, you know, especially, and then where you're moving to. Yeah. Learn the history of the neighborhood. Read some scholarly journals. Yeah. And figure out, like, what is the thing? Like, am I good to move here? Like, sh- should I move here? Dude, you, like, you don't have to live in Bushwick and oh, you right. move to New York. No. You can yeah. live in, like, Ridgewood, yeah. where there's hella people of all kinds, and yeah. your income level is probably similar. I would pay more, a little bit more, to not live somewhere like Bed-Stuy. I right. Can, yeah. I would do the same thing. Even, like, you can even, like, in Brooklyn, like, Sunset Park. Yeah. Or someone like, or even, like, just South Brooklyn. Like, yeah. dude, it's, like, a half hour extra on the train. Like, you can do it to not, like, displace some family. Oh, yeah. No, it's like, you see, years. I see so many, like, pe- you know, like, again, like, these, like, very ideological, like, far-left people, which is, yeah. and a lot of them work, you know, for media companies and stuff. Yeah, and they're always on Twitter true. saying like gentrification, you know. Right. This is all, like, but it's like they all live in like they're all like people in the service who live yeah. in Williamsburg. Nobody complains about gentrification more than gentrifiers. Always. No yeah. word. Because yeah. um, we're about to like graduate soon, and we're looking to like you know move somewhere. Obviously, we one one of the things one of the things that then goes to our mind a lot is like because we're gonna, automatically we're going to be gentrifiers. Yeah. So, like how can we like reduce? Well, the our thing footprint is like so like I'm, I'm applying to like law schools. Word. And I'm trying to be a teacher. If you can like get. A scholarship they'll give you housing right but like if i get into like columbia or fordham or whatever the housing they're gonna give giving me is stuff that they bought up in the neighborhood See? it's like either in the bronx or in harlem basically right. yeah, yeah so i'm like fuck like i don't want to do that but mm. like yeah if i get a, a scholarship like what am i gonna do like i can't not turn down that money it's just like i don't know it just fucking sucks bro. It's, it's, it's i mean yeah. it's a lot of it is just the system we're into and not that i'm trying to say like oh this is, the system sucks who cares but like you know it's 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 strange. It's a complicated. It's a other, complicated situation. That's the other thing. If you make like someone like a gentrifier feel guilty about it, they'll just be like, "Well, it's you know, it's, what are you gonna do anyway? It's bad, cares, to, it's bad to focus on the individual. It's a collective problem of capitalism. And it's like, like no, it can yeah, be an individual right. problem but, though. Like, Those are the people who call the police on like yeah, the like Hispanic I, family having a barbecue because the oh, smoke's yeah. getting into their apartment. Yeah, like knock it <laughs> off. Come on. <laughs> And it's like, yeah, you're still like letting your parents float you by. If your parents oh, yeah. pay your yeah, rent, it should be in your Twitter bio. That's definitely it. Yeah. That's a joke. I'm going to give uh, you you said that, <laughs> but I I love it.
academics or what, like yeah. techies Isn't or something. It weird how it's like cool to be poor right now. I don't like that. You know, but like you know, it just is. Like the less money you have, the more authentic you are. Yeah. Whereas in the '70s and '80s during the white flight era, it was like the coolest thing you can do is be rich. Yeah. Well, it's like when rich people want to like yeah. turn like quote unquote like for lack of a better way of putting it, poor people clothes into like fashion. Yeah. It's like totally. it's like wearing re- like, like oh here's a shirt like. A shirt from like this clothing company, but like it's all tattered up and everything. The newest thing, but it's like, right? It's, it's like what the fuck? I, <laughs> when shopping that. at thrift stores became like a big thing to do, like I don't care if you do it, but like I had to shop at thrift stores. When yeah, I was little. Some people, a lot of people did. And like, yeah, but like seeing people do it for like irony purposes. No, yeah, it's just like me. it's incredibly like it's weirdly classist in a weird way. Like, Seattle started that shit almost. Really? I think. Seattle and New York. Mm-hmm. Thrift shopping was huge in Seattle, bro. Like you know, the grunge era, even like all those flannels and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seen, like Kirk Bay where that whole movement was like Seattle. Macklemore um, ruined it. Oh wow, Macklemore <laughs> sucks. His song "Thrift Shop" blew up all the thrift stores, and they weren't getting enough donations. Look, we're at a point now where we're gonna ar- archaeologists will find the Macklemore N word tape because it exists. You talk- oh, him just saying it. Oh, yeah. It, it exists. A rapper. It's in a safe buried underneath the depths of Seattle. How does Seattle feel about Malcolm Moore? We fuck with him. He's certified. I was going to say, like, he seems like a good guy. No, yeah, I'm, I'm busting his nuts, of course. <laughs> it's like, I don't have... And, I don't... and he, did, he, he did, like, put in his dues. Like, he was an underground rapper for a really long time. Oh, no, yeah. I mean, I, I like... Um, and I actually don't... I don't hate his underground It's very stuff. Seattle, though, how, like... Everybody fucked with him so heavy when he was on the come up. Then the mm-hmm. moment he like got big, everyone in Seattle was like, "Oh, he's corny." Like, yeah, as soon as that's just some <laughs> no, Seattle shit, man. Yeah, I felt. Oh man, there was this like Macklemore announced like his album, and he it was like he was intended to be like a big announcement on Twitter. Word, <laughs> and he like posted it, and it got like forty retweets or whatever. Really, and someone commented on it like wow this did numbers chief <laughs> i got like eight thousand retweets just like making fun of Whoa, him jesus <laughs> he's down that bad and i was jesus. like i f- this is funny but i feel so fucking bad for this guy right now i don't know no word. shout out malcolm Moore. yeah shout outs to um, um ben yeah. haggerty and yeah. ryan lewis you guys are you know your third album was not very good but you know <laughs> so rebound like, rebound you got okay so like with this new new show you've been doing yeah um, i'll talk about that what's like what's the feel of it just, just gonna hitchhike around the country for the next two years I love it, and baby. Interview everybody who's weird that exists. Right. Nice. Ten interviews a day, bro. How till, long till are you roughly? Can you say? I don't even know. I mean, we're st- we're still in the very uh, idea stage. Okay, we're like, I'm just testing it out. All I know is I gotta get volume. Just mm. do tons of shit every single day. No work. Yeah, right. Wake up early. Get out there. Interview. Interview all day. I mean, if that shit you posted on Instagram yesterday is any indication, you guys <laughs> like that? It, it should oh, be even dude, better. We liked it, yes. I, I mean, like it better than New Orleans shit. Yeah, I don't know if you guys like it better. I mean, there's like, definitely gonna be more variety. Oh yeah, it's like more satisfying to make and watch. I like yeah, the one me. with the girl in the park. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. like from Boulder? It's just like I don't know, if, but people seem to really like the New Orleans thing. But like, oh, I, I mean, it, cool. No, yeah, but I mean, I, I, I want I like seeing something different now too, like seeing this yeah. new environment. I mean, New Orleans is such a unique place because obviously you can drink in the street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about it is that it seemed like it captured the chaos of that environment yeah. so well. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, like with this, like you're gonna get variety, and that's oh word. I think it's gonna be. And I'll capture chaos elsewhere too. No, exactly. There you go. Especially at Burning Man, but like capturing chaos is one of the things I could capture, Mm -hmm. and I felt like it was really a one-trick pony. Yeah. And I never experienced like an idea sort of like softening in your mind. I Mm -hmm. guess like for example, like you ever see an artist right, and he had like one hit album and he's still touring right. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I saw a little ugly man last night. Where mm-hmm. yeah. oh, really? Wait, yeah. really? Yeah. Where? Market Hotel. Nice. Oh yeah, he was playing. Yeah. So you know, like oh, little ugly awesome. man's tape, Mr. Thug Isolation. I love mm-hmm. it. Came out twenty twelve. 
You know, he's done some stuff since then. The bedwetter stuff, yeah. Yeah, most of his hits are from Mrs. Dog Isolation. No so slack like, in my Mac, baby. Yeah, <laughs> so we actually were kicking with him all last night in the green room. It was dope. What? <laughs> That's, yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. He's right. cool? Yeah, he's sick. Um, and so, like, but I realized, like, he, he was rapping, and he was like, man, I, I hate playing Mr. Thug Isolation, but I'm going to do it for y'all. And I was like, oh, fuck, <sighs> it hit me at that moment. I was like, I know how you feel. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, when you're expected to do a similar style thing, mm-hmm. like, people want ugly man to just do mrs Doug isolation yeah people a lot of people just want me to ask people in new orleans about sex right you know what i mean it's like i don't want to follow what people want i don't i care yeah. but not that much it's yeah like, it's, you yeah. know eventually it's like it's the way that like you know like smash mouth imagine having to play like all-star at every show yeah multiple times or carly <laughs> simon having to do like you're, you're so, so vain. vain over what's and weird over about again. smash mouth is that they're they've reached like they love it a though, point I think, where too. like people ironically love them no yeah we're yeah, so. yeah. they're on the second <laughs> wave i think i think they're doing pretty good right now you know yeah, yeah i think they're they're actually, they're I, actually I, I wouldn't it. mind being smash mouth right now <laughs> um ka-ching money. i just like the idea of moving around and trying new things no work. i don't want to have a shtick and i also want to leave the meme world Word. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because you don't want to get memed out. I want to be seen as a journalist if I can. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I, I'm still going to do the confession editing style because I edited most all those videos. At least more than half of them. Uh, I'm still going to do that editing style. I'm still going to have the same, like, gonzo shit going on where right. I'm, like, in the mix, like, relatively unprofessional, but still a journalist. Yeah. But just hella subjects, man. Bunch of yeah. different shit. Certified unpro- unprofessional. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm going to do what CNN can't because of their rules. Yeah. Word. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, I, like, I'm going to the Area 51 raid in about a month. Awesome. And a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure NBC's going to be there. I'm sure CNN's going to be there. But are they going to storm Area 51 with the GoPro on their head? No. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know yes. Because the rules of journalism limit them. No, yeah, worse. Yeah. They're, they're never going to be able to get out of that like that Mark style that they have because they just can't. Yeah. Are you institutionalized at this so point. It's so true, man. Are you yeah. going to Naruto run? Yeah. Do it? Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. If there's enough people, you know what I mean? No. Right, yeah. If there's like 50 people, no, dude, I'm going to die. (laughs) If there is more than 150 people or 200 people, I'm going. Mm-hmm. They're not going to kill us. I would love to be tear gassed by the government. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Well, do you think they'll storm Area 51? Yeah, I mean, there's yes. 4 million Facebook members, right? Of the <laughs> yeah. fi- and also, I looked at all of the hotels near Area 51, like desolate motels. They're all booked all the way. Oh, That's my so God. Funny. So there's gonna, <laughs> I love this. Even if they don't raid, there's people who are going to be do, there. Oh, and people will I be I wonder if the motels know, like, what the fuck's happening. Right. Right. They, don't, <laughs> they don't care. They love this. Or, like, at first, like they're it. probably like, what the fuck? Like, Imagine the kind of people who work there, like <laughs> Central <laughs> Nevada, like true, like Cohen, uh, Cohen Brothers character. Yeah, like <laughs> flip a coin. They yeah. all have like black eyes and shit because they yeah. beat each other up. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They're like shit They're so bored. They're just fighting and like kicking each other. Oh, in the, nuts. the amount of fights that will be at this area, this area for the one raid. It's got to be like yeah. stuff with the employees and just the people going there. Yeah, I'm still just trying to do more. My thing is volume. I want to do so many interviews and right. just get as as comfortable on camera as I can. Yeah, mm-hmm. of course. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I want to figure out how to talk on camera as best as I can. Word. Because yeah. I didn't talk much in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you didn't have, like, any journalism classes where, like, you had to, like, do that corny fake news show? I did. I, I did. Okay. I worked for the school newscast. Right. So I, I had to do, like, so what do you think about this? Like, yeah. So I fucking hate that shit. So you didn't, like, so you didn't, like, writing for the school paper and, like, something Dude, like I've written, like, 50 to 60 articles for the school paper. Right. You had, like I, a, you had a beat and everything. I had a beat. I was like the top correspondent for my school paper. I was like gassing. But you, just, yeah. Did you like it though? Like, did, you, did you like that part of it though? Or? I was a work study student, so I was getting paid for it. Okay, so oh, that, that of helps. course at the beginning huh. I liked it. I learned how to write. You know yeah. what I mean? It was so it was awesome. a good learning experience at least. Yeah, but eventually I, I just realized like no one was reading it. 
are you happy with the articles you got? Like, did you like put the content yeah, you produced there? And at stuff? some point, people are gonna look back at them. Hopefully, and be like, "What the fuck?" Like, this is <laughs> writing about like the new priest on campus. Mm-hmm. You know, super nonchalantly. Yeah, because like, right. the school we go to, Stony Brook, it has a journalism school. Yeah, and they do like that whole like you take a class, you have to do like the newscast and everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the, I was in a journalism school. I left to be a political science major. I've never like, been a J school major. But like, I noticed English. that. The, they Literature. teach you to write in a very specific style because they're all mm-hmm. ex-newspaper people. Yeah. Mostly from news. Day. And it, it really, so like, real. s- it stifles a lot of kids, mm-hmm. man. Like, they can't, like, flex their creativity no in word. the same totally, way. Totally, man. Because you take, like, one magazine writing class. You take one narrative writing class. Because everyone's ex Newsday, which is the paper out here. Like, cause I learned. Yeah, that's why, like, I, I learned. I, I didn't get. I didn't get into journalism until like literally a couple of years ago. But like, I learned about literally just your like, just blogging and like just yeah. reading like weird like yeah, Instagram rags I learned and about shit it through like Matt Taibbi. Yeah, yeah word. Like, like I would read like just weird Vice articles about the Sausage Castle and just weird yeah. stuff like that. And we're just like, okay, well, it's kind of like that. So yeah. I'll just do that on Medium. Oh, yeah. there's a school paper. Okay, and also like there is no journalists. There, there's no journalism or journalists. Like we're all journalists. We're Everyone's all a journalist. Yeah. It, yeah. it yeah. should probably be more of a trade than a profession. It's such a mm. weird thing. Like, yeah. And it's funny how they teach it in school. Like, oh, to be a journalist, you have to get a job at a reputable local mm-hmm. news station or a, a paper. Yeah. And it's like, why? Yeah. Like, no one reads it. You get more exposure tweeting like a photo of like a, a dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's cute. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no, yeah, we're a bad example. You can post anything, bro. You, your eyes popping as a TV guy. And a lot of it makes like actual like it makes a difference too. Hell yeah, look dude. at all the times. I mean, it's a dark example, but look at all the times that like people have filmed like you know police brutality and stuff like that. Right. The amount of times it's like you and, know. yeah. And as time goes on, think about how important that shit is. Like, yeah. think about if I do ten interviews a day in twenty nineteen. Wait, man, like twenty fifty, they're gonna be like, yo, look at this sh- old New York shit. Like, yeah, yeah. All this shit has value in the future and, and currently, but you just yeah. got volume is key, bro. I think mm-hmm. for me, I need to do more and more. No mm-hmm. word. Yeah, yeah. It's just putting yourself out there more and more. And like, I think the transition. It's going to be easier I th- I think a lot of people think or than you think because like like I said Matt Taibbi he started his career at this Russian magazine called The Exile which mm-hmm. is basically like Yeah baby fucking pieing people in the face with like a uh, horse like pies made of horse semen like, going to press meetings in a gorilla suit in, in a gorilla suit like wild <laughs> shit like that but like doing tons of heroin Doing, yeah, doing a lot oh, of heroin. Fuck, he's like one of those guys. <laughs> oh, he's a hard, hardcore stuff, yeah. But, yeah. like, he came back, got clean, and now he's, like, one of the best journalists. Oh, America. he's a great writer. But, but he still has that sort of, like, I don't give a fuck style. Even, like, in his right, because he's doing a book now, but he's publishing it chapter by chapter on Substack. Yeah. Which is really cool. But you can even just tell in the writing there's a weird sense of just, like, putting it all out there. Like, yeah. like, even his books are like that, too. Yeah. So, Andrew, we got to wrap up now because we got someone else coming in here. Oh, for real? Uh, not for our podcast, but oh, someone else. Oh, but we're going we're gonna to we're gonna wrap it up with a segment. <laughs> I, I, with a new segment I like to call Nuts and Bolts. <laughs> Andrew. Isn't that the name of the Tellier to Creator show? Shut up. Okay. <laughs> Andrew. Yeah. <sighs> when you're writing, when, you, when you're... Oh, forget. We'll get to that later. When you're editing, do you edit... With the, on a com, on a desk on a desktop computer, or a laptop computer, laptop. Nice. Yeah. What do you use to edit, Andrew? Adobe Premiere CS6. Nice, nice. Do you like the Creative Cloud? Yeah, it's fucking awesome, dude. Andrew, when you're writing your articles, do you use Microsoft or when you're writing this zine even? Are you are you using Google Docs or Microsoft Word? Google Docs, Google bro. Docs. Who the fuck uses Microsoft Double space Word? Times New Roman or default format? Uh, single, single space Times New Roman is that default? Times New Roman? Uh, uh, yeah, I guess. It makes me feel like a king. All right, all right. And finally, Andrew, MacBook or, or Windows? 
MacBook, dude. Pro or Air? Uh, pro. Nice. Andrew, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thank you. Sure. Anything thank you want to plug? Me. Any socials? Any projects? Anything oh, at all? Oh, yeah. Yo, big shit coming. Big shit popping hella soon. <laughs> okay, I can't okay, say okay, what. Yo. I can't say what, but it's going to be fucking crazy. <laughs> and you're going to, bro, you're going to be <laughs> big shit, bro. I'm talking about NBC, CNN, HBO, everything. Mm. Barstool? What? Oxygen? Oh, network, baby. Maybe BT. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll Nick see. Nick Cannon. Me and All right. Nick Cannon. Okay. Uh, actually, Machine Gun Kelly, we just got off FaceTime. Nice. Uh, Tupac hologram. Me and him are going to go to Burning Man. Word. Uh, Confirmed. Mayor Bill de Blasio, Jeff Bezos, and me. Bill de Blasio Yo. hologram. Yeah. Bill de Blasio yep. hologram. Cancun Confessions with Blasio. Heck yeah. I'm Louis Maroney. <laughs> I'm Joe Amendola. Follow me on Twitter at LJMaroney2. Follow me on Twitter at just my name, Joe Amendola. Andrew, Twitter. I don't have one, but I need to get one so they can get my Word. <laughs> this has been Downward Trending. Yeah, baby. The podcast where, in this case, three friends break down the vast subcultures of the internet. It's not unusual to shit now at any time. It's not unusual to snitch now at any Oh, I see the man in the